Hey, this is Stevie Rochelle from Top End Metal Sludge, your favorite website. You are locked and loaded on the Music Mania Podcast. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... Lenton! We gonna bang your You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. It is indeed a Merry Titchmas here on the Music Mania Podcast, as we hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. We say Merry Titchmas because for the second straight year, Around the holiday season, we're going to be joined by none other than hard rock extraordinaire drummer Brian Titchy. You know him from Billy Idol, from Foreigner, from White Snake, from the Dead Daisies. Guys, he's done it all. He's released a Christmas album called A Merry Titchmas. It's available on his website, BrianTitchy.com. Uh, songs like You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. He recorded all the vocals. The Talk Box, it's there. The style's great. I love this album. It's your holiday music collection is not complete without Mary Titchmas in my book. So we thank you guys for joining us. We're going to get to that interview um, in just uh, in just a few minutes. Guys, we always appreciate the feedback. Please hit the download button on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, any way you choose to take in the show. If you have a smartphone, you can get the Music Mania podcast. And on this show, you already know the great songs. We tell you the stories. We let the artists tell you their stories. That's what it's all about for us. Uh, and 2019 is going to be our biggest year yet as we wind down 2018 with this interview with Brian Titchy. We've got some more interviews coming uh, the rest of the month as Christmas is going to be crazy for everyone, of course, but we are still bringing you these top-notch interviews. 2019 is going to be huge. You know, the concerts are already starting to trickle in. It's going to be concert season before you know it. You've got Kiss End of the Road Tour coming around uh, in February here in Kansas City anyway. I'm, I've got the Scorpions coming up in January. It's just, it's already starting. The fun and the excitement, the live music spectacle, that's what it's all about. And we are always there covering it, doing interviews, doing reviews, musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where you can check out all of our archived shows and reviews before we get to our interview with Brian Titchy, got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Visit them. North Kansas City. Tell them Music Mania Podcast sent you, and they will give you a discount, or it's on us. Hey, Clint. It's Brian Tishy. Brian, it is so good to hear from you, my friend. How's everything going, man? Uh, everything's cool. How are you? Oh, doing great. Uh, this has become a holiday tradition. We talked to you last year around this time, around the time that the Mary Titchmas album came out. You've become a part of our, our holiday traditions here at the Muse Mania Podcast. And what, what better way to kick things off this season than to talk to you, man? Hope everything's going great. Well, yeah, that, that sounds great. Thank you. I'm, I'm uh, glad to be a part of it. Very, very cool. Well, you know... Um, the album's been out for uh, for over a year now. Just and you know, it's the season's upon us, and you know we have a new Grinch movie out. So, uh, of course, this album's gonna. It's one. That's what's great about Christmas albums. That it can be revisited year after year. 
take us back though to the process and just kind of what you know what drove you to, to to do this i think it's awesome it's an instrumental album there's not a lot of christmas just straight up instrumental albums out there just kind of take us back to the process and and then and, and how this journey began for you man well yeah i gotta say i i keep forgetting about this this new grinch stuff because um we didn't tie it in like p- pushing the grinch song I, I i didn't tie it in like oh let's Put, put, make that the single because the Grinch. I didn't even know. <laughs> then, then I started hearing, oh, the, you know, there's a new Grinch movie, and they, you know, they're selling green pancakes at IHOP, and, you know, and all the stuff. So I, I didn't even know that. So that's nice. It ties in, and it all works out. But uh, but yeah, it, it was just a couple years ago on the road. I, I guess before finishing up a tour and coming home for the holidays and stuff, I, I just thought, man, when I get home, it'd be cool to. Uh, you know, I have, a, I have a home studio, so I can just do everything myself whenever I want. I was like, oh, through the course of the year, I should just uh, pick out my favorite Christmas songs and do it. it I, I kind of had a, in my head, I was just, the, the simple idea was, oh, I'll try, try and get some really cool, like, you know, John Bonham type drum sounds and Jeff Becky guitar, like, as if you could, you know, those two were in a room together playing Christmas tunes. That was a little idea in my head. Of course, you know, I'm not either of them at, at by any stretch, but that was kind of the idea and that the, the finished product doesn't really sound like that. I took a lot of twists and turns and about our sponsors, Warehouse and Glassdoor, Missouri. As you get into songs, I'll tell you what, guys, for over you know, 20 you years, cover, a staple of the North you, you, Land, you they hear all this uh, talk box, CDs, box, DVDs, vinyl, do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Hit them up today, CD Warehouse and Glassdoor, Missouri, for over 22 years, a staple of the North As you're making it, you're figuring it out. And that was it, man. I was just like, I thought it could be fun to do in my time, in my, you know, spare time, more or less, and, uh, and it's one of those things, yeah, every year it comes around, you can, you can put it back out there, and, and I really wanted to, to have the finished product sound, to fit in with, you know, the, the, more or less the most popular Christmas music, so if you have a, you know, something in shuffle mode, Christmas music shuffle mode, and you go from, you know, you know, Nat King Cole to Sinatra to Elvis, you know, hopefully one of these songs pops on, and it doesn't, like, uh, it doesn't, you know, you know, raise an eyebrow like, oh, this, this is this is a fitting in. You know what I mean? I just wanted it to be able to fit in nicely to everything else uh, that we listen to. Yeah, that was it. Well, you know, I, I've replaced George Michael and um, Mariah Carey with with uh, some of your tracks. So you know, it's getting better around here. I also got uh, Twisted Christmas, of course, and uh, the Very Hairy Christmas. I think that came out. 10 or 12 years ago, there's, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really stepping my game up here when it comes to Christmas stuff, but, uh, you know, it's been a year. Talk about just kind of what the reception's been and the people you talk about. I mean, Brian, you've done so many things and, and work with so many great artists, but this is, this is kind of a different project for you. Just talk about what the reception's been like and some of the people you've talked to over the year. Well, the top thing that comes to mind that probably, uh, means even more now than it did but i was very surprised when it happened was uh, as far as reception reception's great you know I, I i you know worked hard at making it sound you know like a cool holiday record and the, the reactions and reception was all totally cool the, and and like i said it's uh um it's it's not a, a metal christmas or a punk christmas it's, it's just a rock record but there's some other elements in there that you know you know give it more of a uh, a well-rounded uh festive vibe, you know, rather than a, a One Direction type thing. Uh, but the, but last year, I, I remember going online, you know, on Facebook, and, and uh, you know, Vinnie Paul, my buddy, the drummer from Pantera, and Hell Yeah, who's probably my, my favorite drummer of, of all time, you know, he, he loves the holidays, and I sent him a CD, and he 
you know, went online and said, man, this is probably the best Christian CD out there. You know, Christian did a great job. And I was just floored that he took the time to do that, you know. And that, that meant a lot. And for anybody who doesn't know, Vinny passed away this year in, uh, in, in June, which uh, just re- really sucked because, he, you know, lived between Vegas and Texas, so or, you know, in uh, Dallas. So whenever I played in Vegas and he was in town, he'd come and uh, see our shows and, and hang out and stuff like that. So I, I, I miss him, and I'm just so bummed he's not here. But... It's uh, it was really nice last year when he when he took the time to, to pump the record up and say how how good he thought it was. That was great. Well, that that is awesome, and it kind of you know leads me to this because t- tying it in with uh, you know the appearances you make for uh, for the Randy Rhodes uh, sh- uh, annual show that they do every year. I mean, it's just it's getting you know because I know what a fan you are, and I know how influenced you were by so many of these guys. Vinnie Paul, uh, we've just in the last three years. Brian, we've lost so many, so many great rock musicians. I mean, starting with Lemmy, you know, a few years ago, and, and up to now, Vinnie Paul, and back in June, it's just got to be a sobering thought for someone like you that's not only a fan but has played a guy that's played with so many of these of, of these bands and rubbed shoulders with so many of these guys. I mean, it's got to be just a sobering thought, man. Your your heroes don't last forever. That's why this music has to be. You know, we have we've got to keep it going on. You know. Oh yeah, and, and you know, and, it, and when that stuff happens, I mean, I, I couldn't, you know, you know, whether it was whether, whether it was Dimebag, and when we heard about that, that was just so tragic and 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 just so senseless and and ridiculous, and you know, it affected so many people. And he was just such a huge personality and such an amazing player, and you know, that that's still, you know bums everybody out man just the thought that he's not here and then for for his brother to pass this year is just like man you know you know in simplest terms it's it just makes you realize you got to make the most of what you have when you when you have it you know because uh you can't take anything for granted you know when you're when you're down and you know you think you got this or that going on you go hey man i I have my you know my health and uh you know my family and you know you got to look at the brighter brighter side and bigger picture you know because you know, you wake up one day and you find out, you know, okay, one of your favorite singers in the world, Chris Cornell, is not here anymore. And you're like, damn, I was like, I wanted to hear more music from this guy. I wanted to see him live. I, I like knowing that he's out there just killing it, being Chris Cornell. And now that's not going to happen anymore, you know, or, or the Tom Petty or whatever. It's just, you know, I mean, for anybody back in the day, the John Lennon, you know, which was just insane, you know, how, how could this happen? You know, he just put out a record, you know, he's coming back, he's all over the radio, he's, 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 uh, he's back in the, in the center of everything, and, 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 you know, now he's, now he's gone, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bummer, you know, it's a bummer, so you just always have to, uh, take advantage of what you got while you, while you got it, you know? Absolutely, that's very well said. And you know, I wanted to bring up um, this this Randy Rhodes tribute that you've been a part of. Um, I think it's there's been five of them now. Uh, Bash Fest, you've been involved in this. So many great musicians coming out and, and paying tribute to Randy Rhodes. I mean, this thing is so cool. I mean, just seeing the list of, of people that are participating, it's something that I hadn't even seen much about till till about a year ago. Talk about that and just kind of what it means to you to be able to you know put this together and, and pay tribute to to Randy. Yeah, it's it, it's. Um um, not that I'm trying to, you know, str- you know, inflate my ego or whatever, but the show's literally started from an, an idea I had a long time ago. Just be- because John Bonham is my favorite drummer of all time, and I, I just had a little idea of what if we put a drum set at the front of the stage and had a bunch of notable drummers pick their favorite Zeppelin song and play with a house band, and, and that was the idea. And my partner uh, in this stuff, Joe Sutton, I, I was—he's a local promoter in Hollywood, when I told him the idea, because I was doing a show for him, 
He said, man, that sounds really cool. That sounds like uh, people could dig that. And I go, yeah, it could be a lot of fun. Because initially, I just wanted to rent a rehearsal room and have a party. You know, get like a cake <laughs> and you know, whatever, and invite people over and just, you know, if everybody plays a Zeppelin and on or bottom, that was it. But I'm like, if I actually get, you know, of these drummers together, I think it would be something people would want to see, and let's make it worthwhile for everybody. Instead of just going to a rehearsal room and having a party, let's, like, make it a thing. So it worked out. You know, my, my partner was like, I, I actually, he worked at this, this club in Hollywood. He goes, I have that night on hold for something, for an event. So that it worked out. And it was just supposed to be a one-off. I didn't know what I was getting into. It just, But we had 20 great drummers, and it was a great show, and we kept it moving. So it really stemmed from that that simple little idea just like that it was it wasn't even a oh let's promote john bonham but let's get my name out there it was more just this is this sounds fun this sounds like something that could be really fun and while we were putting that first bond bash together back in 2010 we were talking and we both loved randy Rhodes, and we it was so simple we just one of us said man if we ever did this for a guitar player it has to be randy and 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 then we were like hell yeah you know my partner saw randy on the Blizzard tour, he's, he owned a, a Black Jackson, you know, when he, when he used to play guitar back in the day. So, a few years later, we had an option to, uh, to do two nights at this venue, and, and we were going to do the double Bonzo Bash because there were so many drummers. And then we just realized it could, it could be overkill. You might not want to, you know, dig in that deep, you know. And, and we were going to give the night back to the club, and that's when we said, wait, let's, if we're down there doing this, let's, let's, let's go for, let's do one for Randy. And that, that was it, you know. And, it's a lot of work, so it's not a simple thing. Let's do a show, and the show happens. There's, there's a lot of stuff you got to think about, and, and and you know, there's a there's a, a, a level of organization and respect that's got to be constant, as well as you know, keeping it fun for everybody. While you're putting on a show and you're dealing with all the stuff behind the scenes, everybody involved just has to show up and have a good time, and 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 and. and you always have to keep that that goal at the forefront of we're here to honor Randy Rhodes. We're here to honor this guy that, for me, in seventh grade, when I first heard I Don't Know on the radio, blew my mind. And I was a drummer who kind of could play a chord on guitar. And, and it took these shows for me to realize Randy Rhodes was the guitar player that made me stop and go, I, I want to learn how to do that. I, and I, that became the beginning of me really trying to play guitar better. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, the, so so this year... We are uh, doing both shows at, 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 in the same night. Uh, we're just doing a double whammy on Thursday, January 24th at the, the Yoast Theater on what, what we call NAM Weekend, the mm-hmm. NAM Music Conventions in town in Anaheim. So it's always a great time to, to go for these shows because there's so many options of uh, drummers from out of town that will be there. You know, you try and uh, do your best to have a, a great list of, of some of the best drummers around playing in honor of John Bonham and some amazing guitar players honoring randy so we're, we're 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 squeezing it all into one night we're gonna you know <laughs> give, get, you know put it all together we really only had one night to, to choose at the point when we had to make a decision and we were literally sitting here going do we do render us remembered or do bonds of Ash? <laughs> which one i go i mean how do you how do you you know how do you how do you pick which which event when i love them both the same so so we said you know what let's let's uh put our heads together and figure out a way to make them both happen in one night. So, so that's what we're doing. Uh, well, Brian, um, you know, for, for many years now, you've been, you know, one of the more in-demand drummers in rock and, and played with 
so many, you know, so many amazing bands and amazing, amazing artists and done so many great things and, and albums and tours. Um, but about a year and a half ago, you uh, departed from the Dead Daisies, a great band, great guys. I've interviewed every single one of those guys. Um, and the, just talk about the last year and a half for you. Obviously, you uh, recorded the Christmas album, which is awesome. Just talk about what, what you know, where you see your journey heading. What What's next? Basically, the old question, what's next for Brian Ditchie? Um, well, you know, you know, that's a, that's a good question because sometimes, uh, in this business and I don't know any other businesses than the music business, but there's, there's no guarantees and it, it, it can create, you, you know, you decisions you make are based on so much more than why you started playing music, you know, and, 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 uh, everybody's got their own story, you know, everybody's got their own path they're on and, you know, oh, how did this drummer, how did this musician go from this to that or how did he become this or why is he doing that? You know, everybody's got their own reasons, their own stories and, and uh, there's so many factors involved that, you know, you know, come together to, you know, for you to make up your mind on what you want to do. And sometimes, you, sometimes, you know, I mean, sometimes there's a lot of work and sometimes there's not, you know, so... You know, just because you're on the phone or you're hustling or you're, uh, you're you have a good resume, that doesn't mean that you're you're, you're going to get nonstop calls just because you're available. You know, so it's it's a bit of a game and it's the strategy, but there's also a bit of luck involved. So just you know, at this point in my career and my life, it's more like okay, at least I have a, a decent resume, and I I'd like to think I don't come in <laughs> to new music situations acting like a dick or with some ego or attitude because. You know, my goal is always, if you hire me, I, I want to make, you know, make the people that hired me happy first. I have nothing to say to you until you're happy with what I'm here for. You know, it doesn't matter what band it is, but, uh, and I see that through to the end. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how long I've been in a band. I never, I would never look at like a, a Billy Idol and take it for granted. That guy created something amazing and he deserves to get whatever he wants. And the least I can do is make him happy. And the main thing to do to make him happy is not be a dick and kick ass on drums, you know, and, and, <laughs> And and that's it. Everything else after that will fall into place if you uh, you know if if you allow it, you know. But if you start trying to think you're this or that, man, some you know it's funny. Some I guess you know some people think you know I'm integral to this band to the point where I can start you know voicing my opinion maybe a little louder than I used to. And uh, man, I, I look at it like this: if you can replace Bon Scott and David Lee Roth, then I'm, I'm sorry, but outside of John Bonham. You know, there's been no replace. You know, everybody's replaceable, and and I think you know, you look at the history of rock and roll. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but outside of John Bonham, I mean, Keith Moon was replaced. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to know your place and be smart about it. But uh, it, you know, so so this this year, I, I took advantage of being being home more, and I've I've done a lot of I guess what you would call smaller smaller things. Like I I kind of didn't really want to be in a band on tour and committing a chunk of my year to something just to do it. You know what I mean? And at the same time, uh, if something came up, uh, something that was, uh, uh, exciting to me or, uh, you know, something that I thought I would, you know, love to do, then I would have jumped on it. But so, so when you add that stuff up, I was, I was fine being home working on some new, new projects and, uh, this, uh, this new band I have with this amazing singer and, you know, it's all, it's all a process, you know, even though you have an idea or you have a goal, you know, and you want to work at a certain speed, it doesn't mean that everything else going on in your life or others' lives that are working with you, it's, it doesn't mean it's all going to, uh, 
happen at that as fast as you want it, you know? So sometimes things take time, and other times you, you wake up one day and you're getting on a plane to go, you know, jump on a tour and fill in for somebody for the next month or two of your life. You know, there's always, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse of this business, you know, because it, it, it's music, you know, and we all start doing this for, you know, the passion of music. And, and every time I say that, I think about Gene Simmons says, any, you know, anybody that, uh, you know, musicians, they tell you they, they didn't get in this for the chicks and fame are lying. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. He's a, he is a great singer and a great bass player. He writes some great songs and he's done amazing. And, and he had to put the time in to learn his craft. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we, uh, you know, we all start from the same place, but then when you get, you know, when you get into the reality of, you know, adulthood and life and the business of what you're doing, there's a, there's a lot more to it. You have to figure out that that, that balance of of uh, work versus passion versus paying bills versus you know time that you want for yourself versus time you you could dedicate to a project. You know, it's all it's fun, but it's also you know it can be stressful. You know. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, I'm sure you have the documentary on Netflix, Hired Gun. It always makes me think about about guys like you and Rudy Sarzo and Jason Hook, guys that have just, you know, done so many things. And, and you know, and it, the, the question comes up and I asked Rudy Sarzo this exact question when we had him on. You know, I said, you know, where, where is where does personal happiness and satisfaction um, rank versus a steady paycheck on, on a gig that you're yeah, so-so about. And I guess I'll ask you the same thing. Where, where does that rank for you? Because obviously to have that yeah, outlet is so important for artists, but also, you know, you know, just having a gig, getting paid, I mean, that, that as well. So what, what would you say about that? Well, what's, where does, what ranks higher for you? There's, there's no equation that you can factor in your head to get to any answer for that. And, and Rudy is a, a great friend and, you know, he's, he's one of those, you know, he's by the way, the, the bass player in, uh, Randy Rose remembered, and it's nothing mm-hmm. but an honor to be able to play that music with him because I am that kid that bought those records and was reading the circus magazines, looking at pictures, of Rudy, what, you know, going from the, 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 you know, the Aussie band to, to quiet riot and, and, you know, wow, this guy's everywhere. What this, the scene is crazy. You know, these are these rock stars and you know, you're just looking at that whole thing and now to be able to play with them, um, on that, the same music that changed my life is always an honor. And yeah, man, Rudy's been, been through so much, meaning, you know, he's been in so many bands, he's had so many gigs, but you know, he's got to make choices and it's up for, you know, for Rudy Sarza to decide what, what move to make. And, his move might not be the same as mine, or vice versa. So, it, but the, but the, there's always an equation, but there's no answer to it. So you, it's really where are you at, and where, where are you at with your resources, and where are you at with your uh, with your um, your goals, and what's in front of you, what's being offered. You, you have to weigh it all all of it out. Um, you know, it's a pros and cons thing, and and then uh, um, there's there's one thing. Okay, we all have to work and, and and pay our bills, right? So you have to factor that in, but you have to factor how much time towards something and, and you know, what am I going to make for dedicating my time to that? And how much do I believe in this? And, you know, you ask me, you know, what do I think about Foreigner? I love Foreigner. I, I grew up on that music and, and the, the band is amazing. And I was in that band back, back in 98 when it was Lou Graham singing for those couple of years I did it. And then I've been in the band with, with Kelly Hansen and Jeff Phillipson and, and, uh, the current band, you know, and, and I've had a great time in, in that band. And there's people that would be like, well, why wouldn't you stay in such an amazing band with songs that you love? And it's like, yeah, it's a kind of a good question. But I think, you know, the, 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 for me, at least it's like, sometimes you want to see if you can, you know, just get a little, like Foreigner's busy. There, there's a nonstop 
machine going on there. And it's an amazing band, and I'm glad, I'm, it's so great to see them headlining amphitheaters all summer now. Because years ago, that's kind of what they were trying to get to with that, that point where they can be there. And through nonstop work and nonstop hard work, they're there. You know, it's an, it's an amazing band. And, I, and every time I get a chance to play with them, I, I absolutely love it. But I, but I just, you know, you got to go, okay, another year of my life, another year of my life. Do I want to see if I can leave a bit of an open door and, 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 and go for some stuff that I haven't hit on yet? You know what I mean? And, and for me personally, I think, you know, I don't know if everybody's like this, but for me as a kid, the coolest thing in the world was to be a, a drummer in your own band, whether it's Zeppelin or, or The Who or, or, you know, Iron Maiden or whatever, when I, or Rush, you know, you'd see a band, Van Halen, I don't know if I said them already, but you look at these guys that are your idols and you go, man, they started something on their own, wrote this music, came up with a, a vibe that is all about them and people love it. And that's what they do. They wake up and they go, okay, we have to make another Van Halen or a Rush record and go on tour. I, I think that's, for me, there's nothing better. And I haven't been in that band where that I started or, you know, where we wrote our own music and became successful. I've done some cool things with notable bands, but that's not one of them. And I think in the back of my head, that's always that thing that I want to see if I can make happen. And whether it happens or not, doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you're going for stuff, you know, you're going for stuff that you've always wanted to see if you can do. And that's how you watch your, you know, watch some of the biggest artists in rock read their stories i mean there's a time there was no Jimi hendrix but there was a well i think he was still what jimmy james or something yeah. playing with uh with with um uh uh little richard you know what i mean it, and here's Jimi hendrix now what if he didn't pursue his own stuff as hard what if he just kind of was cool playing with little richard for the next five six years and then went in to play guitar for some other singer that you know went to Tina Turner or whatever, you know, what if it, and then 10 years went by and he's, so luckily we, the world got Jimi Hendrix, the, 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 you know, that guy, that number, you know, the top of the rock guitar world, there's, there's, there's Jimi that set, you know, set this level. Man, so I'm I'm glad he went for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh man, Brian, awesomely. You know, just so well put. Uh, always always enjoy the conversation, Brian. I tell you what, before we let you go, uh, we got our final four drum roll. Four quick questions, and you just kind of give us whatever comes to mind. Okay. Sure. First one: How many shows on the Kiss farewell tour, end of the road, will you be attending? Oh, I'd like to say at least one. Yeah. You got three years to do it, Gene says, so. Well, yeah, well, with that in mind, yeah. I, I would say that it's safe to say, it's safe to say one, you know. But uh, I've had the good fortune of seeing them many times as we did, 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 did quite a bit of opening up for guests, so that was always... And and that was my first band, eleven years old, Madison Square Garden, go with my dad. So that nothing will top that. Like nothing is going to top seeing Kiss at eleven years old, Madison Square Garden. You know, so so uh, um, although I've had a, a you know I've got that as but you know that that first rock concert ever memory and seeing them a bunch of times as of late, uh, you know it'll be great to see see them uh, before before you don't have that chance again. Absolutely, number two. Um, so I'm always working, I'm always going to shows, and sometimes I take on ones that are a little off the wall. So tonight, Brian, I'm going to go see 98 Degrees. It's their Christmas show. They also have a version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Better version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, Brian Titchy, or 98 Degrees? 
I'm sorry. Say that. Do you think that question again? I got, so I'm going to see 98 Degrees tonight. The 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 boy right. band. Okay. Yeah. They they do a version yep. of your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Right. So it's a Christmas show. I go to all sorts of things. I get roped into all sorts of events and things like that, Brian. So I'm going to that. So my my question is, the, what's the better version of your mean one, Mr. Grinch? 98 Degrees or uh, Mary Titchmiss? Oh well, <laughs> you know, come on. Uh, yeah. I would say I would say if you're going. By the vocals, they they absolutely smoke me because mine's instrumental. <laughs> but but uh, I haven't heard the version. I, I if, it takes me a second to even re, you know remember that there's a band called Ninety Degrees. <laughs> me too. I, I just I kind of don't pay much attention to a lot of stuff. Yeah, that, maybe that... I don't know. I'm, I'm bad with a lot of stuff like that. But but I'm sure the version's awesome uh, it, for whatever they went for, whatever version it is, and. Uh, but I would say uh, there's a lot of vocal versions of the Grinch, and there's probably a lot of uh, the pop versions. And the version I've done is not pop; that, <laughs> it's more guitar-driven, and uh, and I stayed close to the original. Some people have done amazing versions of their own, of you know, covering Christmas songs. You know, um, but sometimes there's that one version that stands out. When you hear somebody else do it, you're like, oh, it's just not right. Like you know, the, the Kinks you really got me was. Was awesome, but Van Halen somehow—it's yes. like it's just as awesome, if not next level—and it put them on the map. And but sometimes you're a version, you're like, oh, just I, it's not working, you know, just something doesn't work. So um, yeah, I'd say you know my answer would be mine because I want people to hear it. <laughs> well, that, yes, and that was that was my. Um desperate attempt at um, at humor here on this podcast of course um you know we do all sorts of things but uh, you know brian come on brian titchy mary titchmas that's that's the version that we're, that we're going with here so uh question number three um and i've asked jeff pilson this same question you might know you probably guess his answer better fictional band your f- you know favorite fictional band um steel dragon or spinal tap oh oh my goodness it's you know Spinal Tap is that. That's where it all starts and ends to me. That that <laughs> I was the kid <laughs> that heard the commercial on the radio about the biggest band from England coming over Spinal Tap and then playing the Hellhole song. And I'm going. I'm a kid. Whatever. It's like ninth grade. I know my metal. I know what's going on. I read my metal magazines. I'm hitting. I've never heard of this band. What the hell are they trying to promote themselves as? I went to the movie theater thinking I was going to watch a real band did a documentary and a real band that you know pumped themselves up as the biggest thing in england and i don't know how long it took but man i laughed i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> and there's you know so many so yeah man it's it's uh it's us uh, it's spinal tap all the way man that that is that's an iconic movie it's it's I, you put it on i can't watch it on the road because it's too close to home because right. you start realizing you're just a little whiny bitch on the road complaining about stuff you shouldn't and it's all in the spinal tap movie but it is, it's amazing. And, and I think I literally fell out of the seat because, you know, that's a common phrase, but I do think I may have fallen out of my seat in the theater when Nigel was doing his guitar solo and literally took the violin, starts scraping it across the Les Paul and then stops for a second amongst all the, the complete noise to tune a tuning peg on the violin <laughs> and continue with the noise. I think that, that, that just that I was out of my seat for that. Uh, well, you know, Jeff Pilson, he said still dragon, but you know, he's biased. Okay. So last question on our final four drum roll. You know, you should, you might want to ask him, you know, or somebody still dragon or still Panther. Go with that. Well, that's, that's a better comparison. You're right. That's true. 
<laughs> That's true. Uh, final final question, our final full drum roll, Brian. And we appreciate you playing along. This is uh, this has been uh, been so much fun. How many times uh, did you have to watch Rocky Three to give you uh, the inspiration to do the uh, the speed bag? Oh, yeah. It was it was Muhammad Ali and, and Rocky One. Okay, um, there you, you go. Know, that, <laughs> I mean, you're when you're a kid and you're watching Rocky One, and he goes into training mode. I mean, I don't know what kid doesn't get pumped up and want to start, like, you know, speed bagging and boxing. And, and, you know, it's my favorite movie of all time, Rocky One. So it was a combination of that it just sitting in the back of my head for years and maybe somewhere being in a gym that had a speed bag, you know, and, and trying it and going, well, I'm a drummer. There's rhythm here. I should be able to, and realizing there's so much more to it. You don't just hit this thing and it works out, you know. it, it to be a, it, it, It's not that easy. And, uh... Man, it was probably a decade ago. I, I went on YouTube, started just typed in speedbag, started watching these guys that are now my good buddies, just chilling it on the speedbag. I went home and had one in a box and screwed it into the wall in the, in the garage and just started slowly, but you know, slowly but steadily, and and put a lot of time into it. Yeah, yeah so so yeah, man. Uh, sly sly rules, absolute rules, and those those movies, all of them, man. I'll, I'll put put on any Rocky movie and dig it. Well, I'm excited about that because I use that Rocky reference uh, just sort of as an aside, not thinking you were an actual fan. That's awesome because, uh, you know, I, I, I see, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll never hear Rush's Limelight the same way again, Brian, thanks to you, because that, that, is a, that was an awesome version you did on Speedbag. I'll never I'll never hear that song the same. Sorry, Neil Peart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, – I'm, I'm glad it got out there and got seen because I had to put out other uh, – Feedback videos that somehow that one caught on, and I think it's the art of tagging and <laughs> in in social media, which I probably don't do that well, but it, it worked out where it spread around a little bit, and and I remember getting a call from a buddy. One or two of these things happened like a buddy in phoenix is like dude they're playing the audio from your speed bag clip to limelight on the radio and i was like what that's that's awesome you know so so uh yeah man it's uh it's it's a lot of fun being a you know if you don't know anything about speed bag you get you know it's it's uh maybe it's not for everybody but if you're a drummer and i i love the controlled chaos and i love the the uh art of the advanced speed bagging and all that goes with it i love the sound of it i love the rhythm and it's for me, it wasn't a, a training tool. It wasn't like a boxer or a uh, MMA training tool. Uh, it was more just a, a rhythm and, and and technique thing. I just I just love everything about it. So yeah, to, but thanks for uh, thanks for enjoying that. <laughs> Absolutely that, that, that love it, um, Brian. I tell you what, kid. Thank you so much for joining us again. I guess we'll just have to make this a tradition. We'll plan on talking to you again. You know, next December sometime. We'll just have to keep this going, man. We always appreciate it and thanks so much. And best of luck and everything. And we'll uh, we'll definitely be in touch, my friend. Well, thank you, and and uh, anybody who wants to check this uh, Mary Tishman stuff uh, record yes. out, uh, it's BrianTishy.com. It's that simple. Just go there and click, and you know, get a digital download or a uh, the, or the physical CD, and uh, there's T-shirts there, festive uh, Mary Tishman T-shirts. So, uh, yes, and I believe uh, even a Christmas sweater. Out, I think a Christmas sweater look looking T-shirts in there. I got to I got to get that for my family gathering. So I'm 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 on it, man. Thanks <laughs> thanks so much, Brian, and happy holidays to you guys. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. So great to catch up with Brian yet again. It is not the holidays without an interview with Brian Titchy. He's a part of our holiday traditions now. He's basically the equivalent of the stockings being hung by the chimney with care and Mary Titchmas. Hope everybody goes to the website, briantitchy.com, and checks out um, uh, his uh, Christmas album, Mary Titchmas, as we've been discussing. 
Guys, we thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you're all having a wonderful, safe, and happy and healthy holiday season. It's the season of perpetual hope. And you know what? Music is, is so unifying that, you know, that theme even holds true here on the Music Mania podcast. We cannot thank you guys enough for listening, for downloading, for subscribing. If you have a smartphone, if you have Google Play Music, if you have Apple Podcasts, you have this show. Subscribe to it. You'll get a notification every time a new show pops up. You'll never have to miss one. We always appreciate you guys listening, and, and it just means the world to us to, to have an audience that, and to have a, a means you know, of which to express you know, my love for this kind of music. It just means everything. So we hope you have a safe and happy holiday season. Thanks so much for joining us. 2019, the Music Media Podcast will be back and better than ever.